Should you go to college? I, Joseph Holmes, a college grad, discuss this with Nathan Clarkson, a non-college grad, on this episode of The Overthinkers. Hello, thinking people's thinking people. Welcome to The Overthinkers. I'm your host, Joseph Holmes, filmmaker, film critic, pretentious heart college grad. And with me as always is my equally elitist co-host. Nathan Clarkson, actor, author, filmmaker, and um, really cool rebel. Uh, <laughs> di- didn't go to college. Uh, just no more to, pencils, no more books. <laughs> just, just to show all those stuffy people how it's done. <laughs> uh, and doing it every day. Uh, so anyway, guys, thanks so much for tuning in. We're gonna, having a lot of fun actually talking about uh, college and whether or not you should go. But before we do, if uh, Nathan, if people really enjoy this episode and enjoy us talking about things, uh, what should they do to help support us? They should do. Um, well, they should send us millions and millions of dollars and their and also their, true. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and their adoration. But um, in lieu of that, if you like this podcast, you can do one of a few things. Uh, one, please go to the overthinkersjournal.com uh, where you can learn more about us, your hosts, and some live events we have planned for this fall. It should be so cool. Uh, if you want to connect with more overthinkers, we have a private online Facebook group called the Overthinkers, where overthinkers just like yourself discuss all. All the fun subjects and ideas that we talk about on this show and you can actually meet some other like-minded people we have memes we have articles we have discussions it's a really fun place and we're moving towards a thousand people hopefully in the next few months so that's just absolutely amazing as so many overthinkers from around the world have gathered and are connecting and if you would uh, if you do like the podcast please leave us a review it really does help us so very much and share with a friend we always need more overthinkers joining our ranks Awesome. All right. So you ready to get started on today's topic? Let's do it. Fantastic. Okay. So today we're asking the question, should you go to college? For most of my life and probably most of most people's, uh, every parent has wanted their kids to go to college. In America, it's seen as the final step of schooling to make sure someone is fully educated and the tickets to getting a successful career. But it wasn't always like this. The modern Western university evolved from the medieval schools known as the Studia Generalia in an effort to educate clerks and monks beyond the level of cathedral and monastic schools. In America, universities similarly started out to educate priests and elites before government land grants in the 1900s and military scholarships over World War II expanded the purpose and clientele of college to an expectation to every American to have an education that would make them a fully educated member of middle class. However, in recent years, the college model has come under increased scrutiny. Celebrities like Mike Rowe and political pundits across the political spectrum have taken colleges to task for their exploding costs, lack of job placement, social life that is often more about debauchery and sexual assault than forming character, and the allegation that education is fundamentally now more about propagandizing with ideology than educating. In this environment, those who advocate college as something valuable are more and more on the defensive. Nathan Clarkson, as you so eloquently bragged at the beginning of the episode, Mm -hmm. You never went to college, yet most people would say you're an educated man. Now, I know you, so I know they'd be wrong, but most people would say (laughs) that. (laughs) Do you think there is value in a college education? And what should people consider when deciding whether to go to college themselves or send their kids to college? This is... 
a million dollar question and that's no pun intended it very can be very, <laughs> yes, very, yes, uh, realistically is. can be a million dollar question um, for you um it, it, it's interesting to hear you talk about the the history of college a little bit just an, a brief overview right and how it's evolved and how we've come to a place now at least when i was growing up maybe in the 90s where college was seen as well of course if you want to be a person who is um has any kind of job or placement in society you have to go to college. Right. And it wasn't even really a question. You know, the, yep. the people who didn't go to college were like, oh, you must be a hippie or some crazy person, right. or you're just incredibly rich already in a, you know, trust fund. <laughs> yeah. So, but everyone else, you know, the majority of all of us is just expected you go to high school and then you go to college and that's when you yeah. start real life. Now, um, I think things have changed recently. Yeah. Uh, I think, uh, and, there, and you mentioned a few of the factors, uh, and I also add to that just the exorbitant price point on yes. colleges doesn't yeah. always seem to pay off because exactly. right now we have tons and tons and tons of college graduates and educated college educated um, people, uh, specifically millennials, who are jobless and have exactly. no idea how to get a job, much less pay back the exorbitant uh, fees they paid to go to college. So that people right. have started kind of becoming skeptical of the entire quote unquote system. And that's, you know, part of the course in this postmodern society where we, <laughs> yes. we question everything that's been expected <laughs> and um, thought of as, of course, um, for a yeah. long time. Now, that being said, um, I've had my own uh, thoughts on the importance of higher education. Right. Now, like you mentioned, I didn't go to college. Um, I didn't study um, uh, in any kind of bachelor's or after high school, I went straight into my field, which is, right. as many people know who listen to this, I'm an actor and a writer. And for me, when I was looking down the barrel of the rest of my life, I was looking at, okay, so what, what am I going to do? All of my best friends uh, from high school went directly to college. And yeah. of course, there's that immediate, well, I should go too. Um, yeah. you know, I was lucky enough to, uh, to grow up in a home in which I wasn't pressured one way or the other. It was whatever you want to do. We encourage you to do it. We're going to help you. We're going to support you. So I yeah. really did the choice dropped in my lap. I, I didn't have a lot of pressure one way or the other from my family or from anything. The, the one thing that really was leading me to go to college had nothing to do with my career, had nothing yeah. to do with my dreams, had nothing to do with my skill set. It was because my friends went there and that's yeah. where I wanted to have community. And so it was a really difficult decision for me because I looked at the things I wanted to do. I knew right out of high school that I wanted to be an actor. I wanted to be a writer and that, you know, of course I can study acting. I can study writing in these places, but that wasn't necessarily um, uh, needed or, 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 uh, required to to excel yeah. or explore or move forward in my world and so yeah. I really had to come to a place where I recognized that my desire to go to college was entirely based on wanting to be around peers and wanting to have a yeah. community now those aren't small things Th those no, are yeah. those are important things to the human experience but when you are 18 17 18 looking the rest of your life I think something that might be even more important than finding a peer group would be what are the things that are going to be most beneficial to my life, to my yeah. dreams and to who I'm supposed to be. Yeah. And fortunately, again, I'll, I'll give another prop to my family because of the world I grew up in and the family yeah. I grew up in, I had spent my entire life being encouraged to discover what I loved, what I wanted to spend yeah. my life doing. So when I got to 17, 18, I knew exactly what I wanted to do with the rest of my life. Yeah. Not, not, it wasn't planned out A, B, C, D, E, but it, I knew essentially the direction I would be headed for the rest of my life um, in the arts and acting and stories and, and filmmaking and writing. And yeah. so um, 
uh, what I think happens a lot for a lot of people is they get to that point at 17, 18, and they haven't had a family who has encouraged them to discover what they're good yeah. at, to discover what um, they should be spending their life at, to discover the direction they should be walking um, towards the rest of their life. And so I think a lot of people look at college as this extra four years to figure that yeah. out. When yes. I had spent my entire life figuring it out, so by the time I hit 17, 18, I knew exactly what I wanted to do. Um, yeah. And so it, it made it clearer to me when I came to the decision, do I want to, am I really going to spend, you know, maybe a hundred thousand dollars so I can hang out with friends and spend another four years doing something that isn't absolutely necessary to my career. And so I made the hard decision and I, and I didn't go to college and I instead went and studied acting in New York and began my career as an actor. Um, and so to answer your question, long story short, I just thought it might yeah. be good to get some context <laughs> of behind, course, yeah, yeah. behind well, our and, stories. And I'd love to hear your story too, because yeah, yeah, we're coming to this from different points of view, which I think yeah, is Yeah, well, that's the thing is neither of us are, are experts in this area, except to the degree that we both made the decision of whether or not we were going to go to college and we can speak how exactly. it benefited us or didn't. And we made different exactly. choices. And so we can talk about how it benefited us or didn't. So that's our area of expertise in this. And we, you know, we spend time thinking about these things. But so I think that's, I really like the fact that you went that direction with it. Well, and I'm excited because I want to hear yours as well because i think it'll be interesting to hear from two different um standpoints yeah. of people uh, from people both who, who are educated and think about things and enjoy yeah. learning um but who had vastly different uh, at least in their adult life educational tracks right and yeah. how those might have looked so i had to make the decision and it was a tough decision i love my best friends i love community i love to be with people but i knew um that that it would not be the most practically beneficial thing. One, for me, it would take four years out of my life that I could go ahead and invest in the industry I wanted to be in. Yeah. And it would have, I wouldn't have been making contacts or uh, you know, getting experience, actual on-the-job experience, um, that kind of thing. Two, it would have really dented my finances for a long, long, yes. long, long, long time. And it wasn't necessary. So those two things yeah. really caused me to say, I need to go ahead, move to New York, then move to Hollywood and begin this career and what I know that I want to do. So for me, college was not necessary. But the question you asked was, is it necessary? And I think sometimes yes and sometimes no. But we'll get into yeah. that more. But I want to hear your thoughts about kind of from your perspective on yeah, yeah, yeah. being someone who actually went to a college and having found it very beneficial, I want to hear your side of this before we get yeah. more. So, you know, I I also kind of grew up sort of with the, uh, you know, a, sort of that world with the assumption that you're going to go to college. And, you know, and, and I, you know, again, I had my experience growing up for the most part, you know, is being, you know, homeschooled. And so, you know, I had, you know, again, the benefit of having, you know, two ordained ministers as parents, you know, who had, you know, were very good at kind of educating me and giving me a lot to work with, with there. Um, um, but I, I, there, there was a, as I got to older, I realized, I realized I didn't have to go to college or at least I had a very you know, particular choice of what college I went to. I realized again, I wanted to, you know, go into filmmaking. I wanted to go, I want storytelling and filmmaking and, and go into that industry. I realized like, I didn't have anybody in my life that was like a contact to mm. or, or network or way to get educated. I didn't even really know where to start getting educated except to like go on the internet and you know sure. and do things like that there, there are things like that but i didn't really even have people in my life who would be able to tell me this is where the best way to start looking uh, or people around me who i could collaborate with in filmmaking or in things like that you know and there was a big part of it it's like i i don't even know the right questions to ask in terms of and uh, and so i 
I, what I really wanted, having spent, you know, my whole life homeschooled and spent my, you know, kind of whole life kind of doing my own writing and doing things by myself, um, I wanted to go to a place that was going to sort of kick my butt, you know, in terms of intellectually to teach me how to study and how to learn um, w among mentors and among uh, uh, collaborators, you know, people like a community that would help form me into a kind of person who was a good learner and a way of being educated and also up somewhere I could, um, you know, I could uh, kind of learn what it would mean to like be a good filmmaker and partner with other people and things like that. And so, you know, I, I was looking for a community and mentorship and discipleship mm. in terms of how to be a good learner and how to be a good collaborator, how to be a good protege and, and uh, to expose me to the right directions to go in to, um, uh, to go where I wanted to go. And, and their, their uh, college was sort of the, um, the, the place to do that and a place that I knew um, was it's built to do that. It's built to teach you how to learn, teach you how to know what you don't know and where to go to do that. And also to be around other people who are both peers who are also trying to do that. So you can partner with other people in that project. You can get support in that project of the self-formation um, and also be around people who are built in and supposed to help you mentor you in that way. That was sort of, where I was thinking about, as I was saying, like, this is, this is what I don't have in my life um, that I'm looking for uh, is, um, and then also, you know, so I, I, you know, I found the King's College in New York City, which I thought was great because it was a place that was like that, but it wasn't also going to be secluded from the world. It was literally in New York City. And yes. so I could be getting an education, getting that support in terms of knowing how to educate myself in the place I wanted to go, while also not be, being able to be on the ground in the world, which is what I did. I was able to like, you know, I was able to go to get a liberal arts degree, which is like teaching me how to know how to learn in a way that, and the thing is, it's funny thing is I already knew how to learn better than I thought I did, but mm. um, you know, there's a certain Thing. like when, when you're homeschooled you, like, you don't always have something to compare yourself to and um and so but you know getting there and getting that sort of that strong liberal arts education exposure to different ideas and uh, collaborating with people to do that i was able to get that and boy you know i, I it kicked my butt both like both you know intellectually and socially in ways that i'm really valuable for um i'm really grateful for but also again i was able to take other classes at other like the new york film academy was right down the street so i was able to take extra classes there as well um on the side and uh so so you know i what, what i i feel like is what i got from it was you know being around other people who were um both both people who were more experienced than me and who were in my same uh, is partner with in uh learning how to be a better learner and a better thinker and um a better um and actually learn how to actually start uh, researching on my own how to be a better filmmaker because because I so that was um, and you also studied yeah. um, philosophy which we yes. talk about and you've utilized here well, as well as economics and, and a million different things but all these well, things have come in to your career and that's that's the thing is that there's there's a lot of emphasis that's why I sort of stress the liberal arts education side because again they, you know you weren't just learning again like how to like make films like again you know was it you were saying okay we're going to teach politics philosophy and economics which is going to teach you again expose you to all those 
best ideas um, that are out there so you can wrestle with them and you actually know where to start top wrestling people with them. as well from top people exactly the top some, from actual economists from actual biblical scholars from actual you know uh from actual people in the field of film and things like that so you know again it's like i i can do that you know church is a place where you can network and where you can build community and stuff like that but not all those people are you know the top people in those fields where you can uh engage with those in that way um and so college is is a place where i found i found that um you know uh so that's that i i just again yeah, i benefited from from that experience uh for i think the rest of rest of my life um yeah, that way yeah which is most of my life it's been a few years but yes ever since like that's been um my experience of that i'm very much grateful for it because i don't know i think that i needed to be challenged as well as supported through that and that was well, and that's um, yeah I'm, i'll add to that i'll say i think that's something that needs to come into the equation when we're asking the question do you need to go to college yeah the one of the most important parts of that sentence is is the you who yes. is asking and all of us have unique and separate needs. And one thing that I should say is that um, I grew up in a family where both my parents went to college, yeah. as well as all of my siblings, and not just to college, they went to top schools in the world, yeah. Oxford and, and, and places like that. And so it, this was not like, uh, oh, I, I just ended up not going because this was a choice that right. you know was was made. And it was a choice that was specific to me to not go to college. But it's interesting hearing the opposite, why you went to college, the communal aspect. And, and I think something needs to be said here is the question doesn't really apply to lawyers and doctors, right? Right. Um, Do do you need to go to college to be a doctor or lawyer? Yes. I I can answer that question right now. I think the question really is, and and I think this is why it's important. uh, I think it's why it's interesting that you and I are talking about this. We're talking about pretty much everything less than literally requirement for your, your job. So if you're a doctor or lawyer, you need to go to college, but that's, um, yes. But in the liberal arts degree or in the artistic space, I think that's what we're talking about. Do you need to go to college for, you know, if you're not a scientist, doctor, lawyer, do you need to go to college for these kind of things? And thus far, what I've noticed in both our, both our responses, if it's been very specific to us. Right. Now, what I'd love to discuss with you a little bit is um, if we can uh, uh, humble ourselves is the wrong word, but talk about the difficulties or maybe the drawbacks of the choice we sure. did make. Sure. And one thing, and I've expressed this to you and other people, is one thing, you because know, I, I, I'll talk more about how much I, I loved the decision I made to not go to college sure. and how it really led me and how I think it was the right decision for me. But I think the drawbacks, there are things that I um, regret is the wrong word, but missed out or sometimes sure. have a nostalgia for an experience that I wish I could have had. And those are one, when I didn't go to college and went pretty much immediately into the world of film and writing and filmmaking, as you said, it was very much on my own. I I was kind of learning from scratch. Of course, I would try to ask people and, hey, you want to go to coffee and can you tell me this or can you give me some insight? But it was very much trial by fire, which right. has pluses and minuses to it. Um, and I would say one of the minuses is it takes you longer and it's a lot harder to learn when you're in it by yourself. Yeah. Now, it might take you longer, but you do also, one of the pluses again, is getting an earlier start. Right. You get an earlier start in this process, but it was difficult. And I, and I don't want you know, parents or people who are looking at um, their education options to, you know, to hear the realities of, of not going to college. You know, we always hear Mark Zuckerberg and, and Bill Gates sure, or yeah. whoever. Oh, and you're going to become a billionaire. If you drop out of college, you don't go. You're going to become yeah. a billionaire. That's Most people who drop true. out of college don't become billionaires. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and so for me, you should know 
it was the right choice for me. It was also a very difficult choice. Yeah. I didn't live in a dorm room. I lived in, you know, crazy broken down apartments with a bunch of random people. I yeah. didn't have instructors in a schedule. I had to learn to build a schedule for myself and create my own motivation to get things done. Yeah. I had to do a lot of research on my own that was not handed to me and just even researching to find the research was an entire yeah. job in and of itself. Um, so that was a really difficult part of not going to college and the, the alone part of not having a community or at least having to search out and build a community, which yeah. can take years. And it's yeah. really difficult where college provides that to you almost immediately. You know, you, yeah. you, are, you are literally in a place with people who think like you or interested in the same things as you. So it was a difficult journey, even though it was the right one for me, not having people, not having a built-in community, learning things on my own, being alone, not having a structure. That was a difficult part about the choice I made, even though it was correct. And so I'd love to hear from you, what were some of the drawbacks that you maybe look at, um, even though it's the correct choice for you and you're glad you right, did? Right, yeah, yeah at going to college? What are some of the things that you say that was either difficult or, um, or maybe a drawback in some way? Sure, sure. I mean, I think that, they, you know, we kind of hit on the, the, one of the big drawbacks is, you know, it's, I mean, the, the, the price tag obviously, you know, yes. is a, is, is a, is a big one. It's like, okay, you're getting these benefits, but they come with a big price tag. And so yeah. it's kind of like, you know, if, if I could have found a way to get a lot of those benefits without the price tag, you know, it's like, mm. it's, you know, so there's, there's that aspect of it that has to be said. Um, I don't think I could have gotten all the benefits that I did without that price tag. So I think it was worth it. Um, but that's a, a big thing. Another thing is, again, yeah, getting a later start. You know, I, I got a later start in, in, um, in, in many ways, you know, al al already, you know, just starting college later than, than most people. And so having to attack on another four years before, you know, I, I got, you know, uh, to, to get on the ground experience in something, um, it was, I think, a drawback, you know, that, uh, to, to, to that, uh, to that. And it's, it's something I kind of, but, you know, I, I also think that sometimes, you know, because they are trying to, you know, because there's so much that um, being thrown at me that I didn't know exactly always how to take advantage of the opportunities that were there um, that I, that I wish that I, that I had been. Cause I was kind of mm. like, there's so much opportunity here. I'm not sure which is the thing I should focus on. Um, and so there are things I look back and say, uh, this would have been a better opportunity to focus on this or that um, as a, as a part of it. So there, there are things like that about my decision that were definitely like hits um, that I wish, man, I wish I could have had the best of both worlds in the, in some ways. And some of that was my own choice. I really love the fact that I started my, the filmmaking club at the, the, at the, at the uh, college, which was fantastic. But on the other hand, having that extracurricular meant that I wasn't able to take certain internship opportunities in film that mm. uh, would have been really good for me to do in certain ways. So there are certain things like that, that I think it would definitely put it as, took as up times yeah. that, that was hard to, because college is a commitment, not just yes. financially, but uh, time-wise. And so it will, even though it's good use, it can eat up a lot of your time and you have yes. to be, you have to have enough time and be willing to sacrifice that time. <laughs> well, and, that's, and that's, that's the thing. I like what you said about the, um, about, is it the right choice for you? Because I think, you know, we're, it's interesting, like looking at the history of, of the higher education, it used to be like 
only certain people that this was something that they needed for life yes. were going to college. And it was not an expectation that would be for everybody. It was for, you know, for lack of it, priests, doctors, lawyers, yes. you know, the, the society elites, the kind of idea of the university started out as there are a group of people, not everybody, but a group of people who their job is essentially going to be to think and contemplate and decide how, you know, how to run the world in a certain sense or how it's like or how to think ideas that will make the world a better place or how to research things that will make the world a better place. Because really, college is a place that teaches you how to learn or it should be, you know, it, it put and teaches and puts you at a community of other people to help you collaborate with doing that and, you know, creates um, so people at the top of society who are trying to learn how to think through things in life can know each other. Like, you know, it was sort of for that. And then it was saying, nope, this is now going to be for everybody. Um, and the there are benefits to that. And again, like, you know, people who do go to college, even with a bad placement on average, do get, you know, have a higher income, you know, partly yeah. because across the board. It. Yeah. Across the board. Yeah. Um, partly because we have shifted. And this is another part of it is we've shifted from an, from an, uh, uh, manufacturing society and agricultural society to an information society and, you know, and universities. Well, and I'll even say, ahead, I'll yeah. jump in here and say, um, that that's absolutely true. And w whether it's right or wrong has no bearing right. on the reality that exists in our culture. Right. I have had to, there are jobs I have been far more qualified for yes. yeah. than someone who has a college degree, but I was either not given the opportunity or chance uh, because this yeah. person had the degree or I had to prove myself above yes. and beyond someone that, who already had a degree in communication, whatever it might be. And so that is, for better or worse, is a social benefit to having a degree. Is Whether it's That's right or wrong, it, 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 there's a reason people get jobs more easily when they have a degree, whether or not they're more qualified. Right. No, I mean, that's, a, it's like wearing a suit. It's like, it's, it's yes. a way, it's a, it's a way, it's a shorthand for people to discern in a society where nobody knows ever anybody because, yes. you know, we're in a transient postmodern world, you know, nobody knows anybody. So it's a shorthand to disqualify people or qualify people. And that's yes. not, you know, the thing is, I think is, I think to a certain degree, you know, those things are changing and that's a positive thing where it's like, look, you know, I, you know, I, I'm going to do, I'll give this person on the job training, you know, for this position where it's like, you know, not every, uh, not every job needs a degree. And also the, the yeah. question is like, okay, what are the benefits of college that like, if, is, is this something that you need that's going to benefit you? Cause like, okay, certain kinds of jobs, like college gets you, you know, it's like you said, doctor, lawyer, you need to go to college. You know, what are, besides getting jobs, what are other benefits of college people should consider um, if they should go to college? Like I, we, I talked about communities built around mentorship, um, accountability, and learning. Um, and uh, because this is the thing, people can, you know, this is the thing, people can use Google. They can use the public library. Yes. So, you know, you know, so it's like you don't in order to be an educated person, you don't need to go to university. Technically, you know, I think that to a certain degree, you know, I, I, not everybody is good at researching <laughs> um, as we, you know, as 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 many of the Facebook posts that I read uh, showing stats <laughs> uh, show uh, people are not always good at researching. Which, so I think one of the things, again, is being around professors and other people who can teach you actually how to research well you know, is a good thing. But what are, what are some things about, do you think that are um, uh, benefits of, of universities besides it can help you get a job? Well, I'm going to take your question and 
uh, flip it and not answer it at all. And awesome. I'm going to actually ask you that the question you just asked me after I finish this. Okay. But I'm going to give a few things I think, because um, uh, we went through a couple of drawbacks, but I think are actual detriments to going cool. to college. That's great. And idea. again, excluded is lawyers, doctors, scientists. If you right, need right, a, right. I'm talking about just general, I'm going to college because um, one of the detriments I have found, and this is my own field, and I, and I alluded to it earlier, is I see college as a place where a lot of people who have no idea who they are and yeah, don't sure. know what they want to do or were created to do, if you want to look at this in a faith-based way, um, go to figure that out. And they end up yeah. wasting four years yeah. hoping that someone there will tell them who yeah. they are and what they should be doing. And I think this is, I don't think college should be a place. No, it's that not a place for self-discovery. Yeah. No, it, it shouldn't be a place that tells you who you are. You should know yeah. who you are going into college. And I think that unfortunately I've seen a lot of people use college as this and they yeah. get out of college in the next four years and they find themselves, I still have no idea who yeah, I am exactly. what I'm doing. Number two, you know, I alluded to the fact that I've sometimes not having a degree has played against me. I have seen, um, and a lot of my friends' lives, even having a degree hasn't yeah. actually helped them get the job because, and I, and I want to talk a little bit about how things have changed. I do think that college for many years and still is in large part oh, yeah. changing was the requisite. Like you said, it's a shorthand to knowing this person is trustworthy or, or whatever, or, you know, legitimate, right. but I think there are new ways and there are ways yes. that are changing that you can be a legitimate person um, in the world without having that degree. And um, that, that are cheaper, that are even more practical, that are even better uh, yeah. in some ways. Again, this is all personal, uh, individual uh, right. level. But you, after I wrote my first book and published yeah. my first book, I almost never got the college question again. No one yeah. cared because I, I had done something in the world yes. that was, uh, it wasn't even about a success. It was I had accomplished something where people could point yeah. and say they did something. They're competent enough to write and publish right. a book. Uh, right. When I made my first movie, the same kind of thing. Yes. Um, so there are ways now, and they're growing. I don't think they're the, the major points right sure. now, but I, I still think um, having a degree is typically the most effective in a lot in many ways but i think there are growing ways where you can establish yourself as a legitimate yeah. person even in fields um that about thought or whatever it might be yeah. i just don't want people to think that this is the only thing you have to do and again that goes ties in this is not the only way i yeah. really don't think it should be a way uh in self-discovery what i have seen unfortunately a lot yeah. is um is the belief that even in the acting world, especially in the acting yeah. world, that I want to be an actor, a way I'll be taken seriously in right. the world of acting or filmmaking is if I get a degree. Right. Um, and it turns out I've been acting for over 13 years now. Yeah, 13 years now. And I have never once been asked where I went to school yeah. or to see my degree. What I have been asked is, can you can you act? And let me see some of your past experience. Right. So in some fields, in some places, I'd almost say that it is totally superfluous. And I've seen people waste hundreds of thousands of dollars in years of their life getting masters or doctorates in acting. And they get out at 28 and, and the kid who has been acting since he's 18 yeah. is about 30 credits ahead of them. And now he's going to audition against this kid with a huge resume of um, experience and they don't even ask about your degree. So yeah. in some fields, I feel like it's actually, it plays against you. And one of yeah. those fields would be in some of the artistic fields, not all of them. Right. I, I can yeah. only speak for acting, <clears throat> writing. Um, so I would say that's one detriment. We already mentioned the, um, 
the 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 price tag. And again, I want to underline, yes, you know, I said earlier, it's it was really hard uh, being yeah. on my own, not having that community, learning learning that. But that built my muscle uh, as yeah. an adult, and I was able to really work out muscle as an adult and learn how to be a self starter, to have my own inclination towards um, my drive and my dreams. I couldn't rely on anyone else. I had to do it. I wasn't waking yeah. up with a class schedule. I woke up with. I don't know how to make this dream come true. I have to figure it out today. I have a limited yeah. amount of time in my life. I have to do this. No one's telling me how. And so that was a benefit to me, even though it was really difficult. And I sometimes I've seen college kids get out of college, even really intelligent, really yeah. high achieving ones get out of college and flounder. Yeah. And it's because no one is telling them anymore what to do, what class to show up to, what the assignment is. And because they have spent their entire uh, school life uh, and college life being told what to do, um, there's almost no self-starting skills in their repertoire. And so yeah. they they either find themselves in jobs they don't want to be at because it's a structured place and someone is telling them what to do and giving them structure and, and information and, and assignments and things like that. Or if they set out on their own and try to, they have a more difficult time figuring those out because they didn't spend those four years, um, four, eight, 10, whatever it is, years learning on their own and building that muscle, figuring it out or, or whatever it might be. And they're waiting for someone to tell them what to do. And that's really because that's how they've learned how to learn, right. as you said. And so yeah. I think those would be the detriments um, to college. And I think those are all conversely, those are the pluses to not going to college. You build your own muscle, you learn how to be a self-starter um, and you're not reliant on anyone. Hard, yes, but good for you, yes. If that's in your field and in your personality. So now conversely, I wanna hear what you think on the other side of those yeah. is. yeah. <clears throat> So yeah, no, it's like, it's obviously if it's, you need it for your job is, you know, one thing like, again, there's certain jobs that require learning a lot of, you know, particular kinds of information that you're, you're and training that you need to get higher education to do. So obviously, you know, that's, you know, if you're a doctor, a lawyer, as we said, you need to go to college. Now, aside from that, I think that, the um, one of my, my mentors said a, said a couple of things uh, was one time, which was what, what was that, uh, you know, uh, college is the last place in your life where people are not going to be asking you um, uh, what you're getting out of this uh, relationship. So what you have an opportunity to do is I think is great is to get to know people who are experts in their field, get to know, um, spend time and resources on the books and the writings and the authors um, and get access to those and get introduced to those that can give you a place to go to learn and uh, then and also know what resources are legitimate, which ones are not to get accountability. Like I have relationships with professors now that I ask, you know, to double check my work. Like, is this, you know, when I'm saying this, is this okay? And partly it's because, you know, they're experts, partly it's because I know them. And so I can say, I actually trust this person's judgment. It's you know, standing on this, the shoulders of giants, essentially. Exactly. You do you get walk in the paths they treaded, you can trust them. Precisely. And so you have opportunity to do that. And um, you also, again, are now, I now have contacts in like a whole bunch of different like areas because I went to school with people, mm. not just people in the arts, but people in philosophy, people in think tanks, people in business majors. A lot of my best friends at college were business majors. And so like I have, you know, contacts around that I am able to then say, yeah. oh, like, you know, 
can uh, and who say, yeah, I like this person because I got to know them when and I trust them because I got to know them when they're trying to get something from me. Well, in fact, a multitude of the people who have been on this podcast yeah. have been contacts from your either professors or um, now colleagues or whatever it might be or students who you knew and forged relationships with in university. Exactly. Exactly. And and it's it's because we all met each other when we were all partnering at the same thing and sharing the same interest and love, which was a love of learning um, and uh, wanting to do that together. And we weren't, you know, one of the things that uh, there's an article that came about, about like Hollywood has no, no one at Hollywood has any friends. And <laughs> you know, their, their, their um, part contention was that, look, everybody's competing against each other. So no, and it's all, everybody is also transient. And so nobody's able to build friends or build relationships in that way. And so when you just jump into a, um, your field, again, you're jumping into a relationship that's automatically transactional. Mm, um, that's, a, that's an interesting point. Um, and, and it's partly why people don't like have friends like today is it's, it's, you know, it's that so much is, okay, I've got to, you know, go to this job and then I'm going to hop to this other job and I'm going to, you know, so there's, there's a, there aren't a lot of space. Now church, I think is supposed to be one of those spaces, but um, college is a place where, again, if one of the things you want to be connect with is other learners and professionals and thinkers and stuff like that. But it's okay. There's accountability, accountability for you, accountability for them. Um, that I think is really important. Um, yeah. And learning. You literally paid them. Yes. You've paid the top people in the world or in their study yes. or, or fields to teach you. So there's not yeah. a begging aspect. I need to learn or Precisely. I don't have yeah. time. You can get dedicated intense <clears throat> time because you paid this price to be right. there. You will get the best. So hopefully. that's yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like, those are a lot of things again, like that I benefited, um, from that, uh, from the college in that way. And I think, again, I, I got to wrestle with, you know, one of my first short films was about like, was Kelly versus philosophers, which people or me may know, because I was talking about the fact that we were made to wrestle with these different, mm. um, these different thinkers. And again, like I, I would not have known to look always for these thinkers to read or, you know, uh, to read if I had not gone there in that way. And I also wouldn't have had people who are guiding me through cause they had learned all of them, uh, to give me a place to start with learning, with learning all those things and to wrestle with people who had different ideas than me, because I wasn't just seeking things out for my confirmation bias. It was like, no, there were, I had professors who strongly disagreed with like all of my opinions that I had strongly formed when I was, you know, a teenager. And, and that might uh, be specific to where you went. One of my worries yes, about college yeah, yeah. would be that you are going to a place where they've already kind of decided what truth is. And yeah. it's been decided by the upper elite, you know, call me a crazy um, anarchist if you want. <laughs> yeah. But um, I'm always a little wary of consensuses on truth. Yes. And so that would be a worry of mine in going to college where I wouldn't be allowed to ask questions because I've seen a lot of kids um, who talk about I went to college and I was basically told what Yes. Oh, yes. So you, you basically learn people who, who they went to place, they were told what to think. Yeah, they were told what to think rather than being allowed to learn, to discover what yes. to think. And I guess that would be one of my worries about a lot of colleges now. Yes. And you can so, I think, highly tailor where you go to college. You can yes. go to Catholic, Christian, Baptist, Christian, uh, secular, liberal, uh, conservative, whatever it might be. And so you can kind of just double down and never be challenged, um, yeah. which I think can also be a dangerous thing where I was challenged daily, my yeah. worldview, my beliefs, my even my artistic understanding, whatever it is. Uh, because I was in that in a world where it wasn't part of their job to make me believe something. That's that's a very good point. I think that this is another side to this, which is we talked about going to 
college, the platonic form of college sure. versus not going to college. And yeah. that really is true. There are many different colleges to choose from. Um, and, and so that's a, an excellent point where, you know, again, there are the Ivy league schools, which you, you know, which honestly, as from what I hear are not much better education wise than other schools, but they have that extra prestige attached to it. Sure. So if you're looking for purely the prestige, that's something people want to do versus again, Christian colleges, which again, some of them want to just, people just, they don't want, they do that to extend their time in the bubble. You know, again, yeah. I was again, I don't mean this to be a long advertisement for the King's College. I can just tell this is my experience. Like I went to the King's College and the professors, first of all, all disagree with each other on basically everything. <laughs> <laughs> and so I went to one class and professor would teach me one thing. Another class professor was like, yeah, that's garbage. You know, and so like <laughs> and so I was forced to, you know, again, it, it forced to wrestle with this, mm. you know, where it's like it's it's, you know, uh, what God said. And he called the Israelites Israel, which means to struggle with God. God, rather than you know, uh, oh man, his, his truth, it. eat it exactly, it's, exactly. Rather than submit, you know, to God, yeah. it's like it's it's wrestle with God. Um, and so that if you can, if there's a place that has a reputation for that, you know, that is the kind of college I think you want to go to. Um, so I will I will put a plug in for the King's College because that was my experience there. Uh, and if you're what kind of people, it turns out exactly. I mean, gracious. That could, that could be a great advertisement for the King's College. They're a little or or, or, a or little bad. pompous. Exactly. <laughs> or if you don't like me, it could be the exact opposite. <laughs> That's so true. So That's pretty much for both sides of this. But I, I think that brings up a good because you're talking about there needs to be specific here. Because the question yes. is, should you go to college or not? And there's a few different specifics we have to yes. um, identify here before you can answer that question, really. One is, and you brought up, which is, um, well, what college? Uh, yeah. I mean, that, that you had to start there. There are not all colleges or educations are created equal. And then I want to, before we wrap up, I want to talk a little bit on, uh, on I, I think we've touched on this earlier. It does come down to the individual yes. and the dreams and the calling of the individual, but even more so the personality of the yes. individual. Cause I don't want to, it would be easy for me to be like, Oh, college is stupid. It's a waste of money. <laughs> um, look at me. I did it without college. Everyone can. Yeah. And, but then I have, but I'm not, I can't do that because I have these siblings and friends who have really benefited from this yeah. kind of education system. And what I've noticed is, um, and one thing I'm so happy for is that we were allowed to be different in my family. Yes. We were allowed to be unique and we weren't expected to fit a mold and that different personalities needed different things. Yeah. Had I been in a, in a, in a, an environment in which I was uh, more constrained where I had to rely on a schedule, I, I had to be told what to do on a syllabus, yes. that would have been really detrimental to my creativity, yes. to my own, um, that muscle of having to be a self-starter, a self-discoverer, mm -hmm. a, a, you know, working yeah. out that um, that will and drive that would have been detrimental to me, but there are other people who really thrive. Yes. I mean, we talk a lot about the MBTI and uh, different and Myers-Briggs yeah, Myers and Enneagram yep. who really thrive under um, uh, having, having direction and guidance and support. And that's right. how they get their best work done. Yes. And that actually prepares them for the place that they're going to be, which is in a community in which either they can learn, have learned that, from their professors and from their school and faculty, or they can be in a place in which that's given to them again and they can, and they really learned how to um, accomplish tasks, uh, go yes. out and do things and be a team player and things like that. Right. I'm not a great team player. That's something I've had to learn <laughs> not going to college, 
but I, I think again, aware. yeah, at least <laughs> it's after 32 years, you know, you think, <laughs> yeah. but I think again, personality really does. And, and moms and dads and, and, uh, young people listening to this, it's okay. I think what both of us are saying yeah. is both of these are good choices. Yeah. College is a good choice and not going going to college can be a good choice depending on your personality and your calling and your yeah. dreams. And these are all things to take into consideration when deciding, yeah. is this the right decision for me? And I think that, yeah, I, I agree. I think that, you know, again, we, for, for people who are young or their parents, you know, one of the big things I've started taking away from this conversation is it's a really good idea to do what you can to help yourself or your children, um, figure out if college is going to be best for them before they have to make that decision. Yes. You know, it's again, are, uh, you know, are you as a young person seeking out experiences that tell you, um, Oh, this is the direction I'd like to go with my life or I would be good. I would college would help me thrive. It would be something that uh, gives me resources. I don't have at my disposal right or now. Maybe you're not great at creating community or maybe right, exactly. you need some structure. That's okay. That's, good but exactly but discovering but trying a bunch of things when you're young to figure so you know that before well, you I have to make the decision said earlier parents one of your responsibilities yes is help prepare your kids know what their quote-unquote calling direction yeah. and passions are before they hit that crucial moment mm -hmm. when they have to decide so college doesn't become the place they go to figure that out they figure that out so college can either be the place they go to um, extend and, and walk right. towards what they want to do or not going to college is right. a place that would better serve their calling and direction. But also, again, you know, for those who already already are in college or have gotten out of college and or you have did, didn't go to college, whatever it is, and, and you think you maybe made the wrong choice. I also say, mm. you know, again, it's not too late to make a reevaluation either. Again, if you've already gone yes. to college, you know, and you can say, OK, this wasn't the best. And I, I lost four years. I could have done something else. That doesn't mean you can't start now. And again, get the, you have the benefits of college, but even if they weren't maybe worth it, you have those benefits, you can still leverage them and get the experience now to make that life that you want to have. And for people who had, didn't go to college, maybe that's something they think they could do. Again, you can lean it's into not the, too late. it's not too late to go to college or to lean into the benefits that you have from getting all the experience you have. I think, you know, it's, it's never too late, you know, uh, all things being equal to make the choice that's going to be best for you. Well, and I'll talk to both of those uh, groups too, as someone who didn't go to college. Um, if, if you, uh, if you haven't gotten to college and you're worried that I should have, I missed my time. Yeah. One of the benefits of living in this particular world that we do, there's yes. a lot of uh, drawbacks to modern society, but one of the benefits is, is one, there are a million ways, one, to go to college, if that's something yep. you decide that you're ready to do. And there's a million online courses, community yep. colleges, a million ways to get that education if you feel that that's necessary for you. Number two, the amazing thing that was never available to us yep. before today are things like podcasts, are yeah. things like YouTube, are things like... Um, uh, uh, just Google. It's yeah. amazing. We have information at the, at our fingertips. So if, if you don't necessarily need the degree, but you still want yes. education, that is entirely possible. The only way I was ever to, uh, able to, um, have an education was I learned early on that I, my education is my responsibility and something I take yes. in my own hands. And luckily now we have so many resources to help you with that. Um, be that college or be that Google podcast, YouTube. I'm literally yeah. right now listening to a, an incredibly respected and famed philosopher and theologian and professor yeah. 
um, who put all of his courses online. So I'm getting an entire theology course Whoa. educated in particular theology things simply because I have access to podcasts and YouTube. Are you going to add like that, that as one of your blesses? I really should. I really should. But oh, there I are a million that. things like that. Yeah, and absolutely. So, um, and if you went to college and you still feel like, I don't know who I am, again, like Joseph said, it is never too late to reevaluate and to start over and yeah. to figure out things new. So when you listen to this, on whatever side of the education you're on, whatever the side of the coin you're on, just be encouraged that both Joseph and I have had positive experiences in our lives, in our journeys, um, and that that neither of these are bad choices, and both of these can be really, really good choices. Yeah. Just uh, think, pray, determine, and take into account your personality, your calling, um, and what would work most practically for the desires that you have on your heart. Mm. Amen. Hallelujah. All right. So that seems like a good place to wrap up our discussion. Um, so now we can move on to blesses and curses. Nice. So, so now we'll bless and curse a piece of art or resource, uh, tell you to either you should uh, get into it or not get into it. So uh, Nathan, uh, what would you like to bless and curse today? Well, we talked about this earlier and I'm going to steal one of your blesses so everyone know that uh, copyright Joseph, he had this, but I, <laughs> I'm going to steal it too. I really love the movie, The Social Network. I've won at this aesthetically, yes. the script. I love Aaron Sorkin's writing and how people talk. It's so interesting and quippy and, and, and informing and clever. Um, I think obviously aesthetically, um, Fincher yeah. is a master of direction and light and aesthetic. Um, but I think it's a good it's a good view of what college can provide and give you. And it's also a good view of uh, the limits it has yeah. and what you can do without college or university. Right. Obviously the social network is about um, Mark Zuckerberg, who we all have varying opinions on, <laughs> but none of our, but all, all of us can agree that uh, regardless of, <laughs> regardless of what he, who or what he does now, he is very successful yes. and he is an intelligent <laughs> guy who accomplished a lot without a degree. So that, yeah. that is pretty amazing who started off his life in Harvard. Um, but I, I think he'd be hard pressed to say that part of his success didn't come from those beginning years in Harvard. Yeah. And then part of his success came from quitting Harvard. <laughs> yes. So it's an interesting um, look into the benefits and drawbacks of college. Um, my, my curse, this really doesn't have anything to do with like the, the deep issues of what we talked about today, but it's a movie <laughs> that is about college and it has a funny story attached to it. Uh, one of the very first roles I ever turned down was in a movie that I'm about to curse called The Neighbors. Yes, and yes. it was just a small Seth role. Seth Rogen no, and Zac Efron. Yes, and, yes. It, and it was this, and it's uh, yeah, it was. I, I haven't seen it, so maybe it wasn't as bad as I as the breakdown looked, but it was a movie about a, a frat house and a couple living next to a frat house, and this to me is just everything probably wrong with college yep, and university. Yep. It has nothing to do with education or yep. even like good community. It has to do with spending four years doing nothing and debauchery and yeah. um, just wasting your time. And and it was it was I, I, I'm sure it wasn't as bad as it looks. But the roles of the frat boy and the things they were asking us to do were just things 
that especially early in my career. And you, you guys know if you've seen any of my stuff, I'm not a prude. I'm no. not scared of honesty and good and good, um, honest, authentic, raw movies yeah. and roles. This was just it was so shallow, and the things yeah. were and the things I've been asked to do were so raunchy in the context that it just didn't no there, didn't there, fit, and I didn't feel good about doing it. So that was one of the first. So that's a fun little backstory. Yeah, uh, you could have seen me in um, <laughs> could the seen neighbors, neighbors, but you had too high standards. I was too. Moral. <laughs> exactly. Yes. But yeah. that's a fun story. So I guess I'll curse the neighbors. Yeah. I've seen bits and pieces and I'm and I and I don't regret that much not having to Yeah, I, I have watched little boy. bits of it when it's on TV and <laughs> I am not unhappy that you didn't <laughs> I think it. I think I'll be okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um that makes sense. Uh you also good do I tell the uh what uh what person whose course you're you're going through free. Oh, well, uh, William Lynn Craig. I've always liked William Lynn Craig. William he's one Lynn of the foremost, Craig. Yes. He's one of the foremost uh, Christian philosophers and theologians, and he has a, a podcast um, called, um, or oh, you know this, I think it's called The Defenders <laughs> Class or something like that, but essentially he goes through all these really, really heady theological things that many times in the past you only would have found in university, and yeah. he puts his lectures, his whole courses online so that people can have access to these things who didn't go to college like yeah. me and so i have access to be able to learn about these deep theological concepts and things be able to talk with with doctorates about these things having never paid a cent or lived in dorm room or, yeah. gone, or been in the classroom so it really there's a million things like this also the master classes that are coming out now with yes. literally yeah. the best in the world whether yeah. it's, it's chefs or musicians or, or actors or filmmakers yeah. or scientists whatever it is you know there are so many resources right now Talking um, about like Aaron Sorkin, you can literally learn screenwriting yes. from Aaron Sorkin on the, yes. it's, it's the master class, and you can like you pay like 90 bucks for for like one class one person or you have like a you know big package it's like literally like literally you know you can learn learn screenwriting from aaron sorkin or again just whatever field it is whether it's cooking or where it's writing or whether it's poetry or or you know and it's like you have it's literally the, the top the people doing that so it's, yeah it's incredible yeah you won't get a degree but if you don't need a degree but you still right. want to take an own an education there are a yes. million ways you can do that now and i encourage you do it i never went to college and i'm never probably never going to maybe who knows but Education is important for everyone. And I feel like that's one thing I needed to say is, yes. is education is vital yes. for anyone, whether yes. that's in college or out of college. You do need to own your education. That needs to be part of your daily, yearly, and lifetime work. So, yes. I, and there are a million ways to do that now. That's that, Exactly. That's the thing is that if you can get that education that you need in other places besides college, that's a great option. So, but sure. you're right. Yes. Education is, education is not, is, um, Non-negotiable. Not non-negotiable, exactly. By college, maybe. That's a good distinction. Um, so yes, I will also, uh, for my blesses, I will jump on the bandwagon to bless um, social networks, since that was the thing I brought up. Um, but yes, it, it's, it, I, I think everything that you said, again, it's one of those rare movies where you take like two masters who are masters in their own right, and then get to like have them collaborate. Yeah. David Fincher, like just Google David Fincher. He's one of those people who you're like, you know, wait, he made that movie and that movie, you know, but, um, but he's a master on his own. And then Aaron Sorkin is a master on his own. Getting to have them collaborate together and it work is, is a phenomenal thing to watch. And just like you said, it shows how being in college environment helped him find his collaborators and then also to find what the needs were that people around him, what people needed 
um, and be, you know, so that he would be able to uh, serve that need and find to serve that need. Um, and so like, there are things like that that are like necessary, but also he also knew what he didn't need from college. He was like very much like, I don't need all this other stuff. And so once he has this stuff, he dropped out. And so like, it, it's, and it's not a story that's prescriptive telling you what to do. It is wrestling with um, what are the pluses and minuses about the kind of life that you want to live um, and deciding that and making right choices and wrong choices with that. So I think it's a good story for wrestling movie for wrestling with that. Um, I'm also going to say pitch perfect is also a great movie. <laughs> I know, I know it's not, pe people don't think of it as very sophisticated. It's a, first one for the ladies, but it's a great movie. I mean, I sat with it. It's a great movie just as a movie. It's funny. It it's, it's a smart, lot of fun. It's smart, right? And just it's a lot of fun, but it also does show how, college can be a redemptive force because mm -hmm. it does force you to be around a bunch of other smart people who are also the best in the world at what they're doing, or at least, you know, like at least as good as you at what they're doing and have as strong opinions. And it forces you to then be a better person at what you're trying to do in order to be that kind of person. That is an environment that college can be like, and that's, you know, there's a lot of journey of self-discovery for the character in that, as well as discovery of her own talents and discovering of her own flaws. I think that that's a, I think that's, if you're looking for the ideal picture of what college can do, I think Pitch Perfect is honestly a great thing to look at. Conversely, like you did. Wait, wait. Oh, go ahead. I thought you were going to bless a different Aaron Sorkin film. Can you guess what I'm thinking? No, it's, I was, a, it's about another oh. <laughs> Steve Jobs. college yes. dropout. Yes. yes, Steve Jobs, which is one of my favorite films, but doesn't actually have to do with college per se. Just so, someone who didn't go to a college successful and, and rich. So that's fair. That is also fair. Um, so you can do that. Yes, you want to watch Aaron Sorkin do one of his, I think one of his best sort of melding of plays and movies. Um, and, and so that, you know, it's, uh, Steve Jobs is amazing, uh, uh, about somebody who didn't go to college and was able to, uh, do great things. Now I will say, uh, um, also curse wise, I'll also bless, I will say uh, for filmmakers, the website, no film school is a really oh, great yes. website because it just has articles by filmmakers on on links to videos or to you know or to filmmakers talking about things or to just whatever resources to like think about how yes. to be a better filmmaker that's a website where, where that has that and that's big help for me but the thing is oddly enough i learned about it from a fellow filmmaker at college who said hey this is a resource that you should go to to like help you teach you about film. And as someone who didn't go to college and was uh, trying to become a filmmaker and an actor, that has that website has been amazing for me yes. in lieu of having professors and yeah. all these people to tell me. I got the information and education I needed in a lot of ways from places like that, nofilmstool.com. Yeah. So yeah, so I would recommend that just, you know, for from our industry, nofilmstool.com is great. So cursing, I'm going to curse um, a movie. So you talked about sort of did a movie that represented the bad side of college, which is the debauchery side. And sure. so um, I'm going <laughs> to- I'm a big moralist. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. That's that's what everybody knows you for. No um, fun. I don't want to even have fun. Yes. No dancing. <laughs> um, I'm going to curse then the other side which is we brought up earlier i'm going to circle back around to curse one of so many people's favorite movies which is uh dead poet society um i've never seen it so and, I can't get and mad maybe maybe <laughs> yes um i'll maybe actually double curse both dead poet society and mona lisa smile um, wow. both of those right. are movies that are 
basically about glorifying the professor as the propagandist. It's about, to me, it's about glorifying the professor that teaches you what to think and mm. teaches you, this is what you should believe. This is what you should feel. This is what you should think. And try ah. to drive a wedge between um really, really children and their parents in a sense, you know, it's like, you know, these are the, your parents' values and those are bad and you need to believe wow, and think like okay. I do. And again, regardless, sometimes parents' values are bad and the child needs to discover that, but glorifying the professor's role as the person who has to intentionally change the children's values and drive that wedge rather than introducing them to things that they can wrestle with and struggle with to come to their own conclusions is a negative thing to romanticize, I think. Mm, and so I think that those movies helped cr to create a justification for that myth um, that I think is, is deeply problematic. I also just realized another reason I didn't go to college <laughs> and, and all the homeschools will appreciate this. Yes. I just don't think I was ever made to be in an educational environment in which I couldn't sprawl out on a couch in my pajamas because <laughs> I was homeschooled all of my life. So uh, I think, again, you know, all of my high, uh, high thought reasons why I decided not for high education. No, it was really just because I, I did. I wanted to sit on couches instead of classrooms. And you know what you got to, you grew up to be able to have a podcast where you get to yes. talk to millions of people, theoretically, tens of people, hundreds of people um, uh, in your pajamas and like, so it prepared you for homeschool and prepared you for your rest of your life. It absolutely <laughs> did. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, well, this is fantastic. Well, this has been a really fun. I enjoyed this fun discussion. So I hope you did as well, but at least I enjoyed myself. So if people want to, if you guys, if you guys agree with us, disagree with us, reach out to us at the overthinkersjournal.com that has a contact us page where you can, contact us. Um, and, uh, if you want to reach me, I'm at, you know, I'm on the socials, uh, uh I'm at josephholmstudios.com, which is my website, also the socials, Twitter, Instagram. Um, and, uh, Nathan, if people want to reach you, uh, where, where can they go? Go just search my name, Nathan Clarkson on any of the socials or go to my website at nathanclarkson.me. Cool. Yeah. And uh, we'd love to have you part of our community. So check out the uh, Facebook group, uh, The Overthinkers. Uh, nothing special. The Overthinkers. Just type in The Overthinkers, a private Facebook group. <laughs> and we'd love to have you join. By the way, thank you very much, everyone, for joining this podcast. And remember, if it's worth thinking about, it's worth overthinking about. Mm -hmm.